Local from the 98.9 The Game Studios in Effingham, Illinois. It's the starting lineup with Travis Sparks, the Great Bambino, and Eric Fry. It's the starting lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in. Uh, happy uh, Friday to you out there. Happy uh, feel-good uh, Friday. And what's happening out there here? This is the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game ESPN Radio. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry to my right, and we're here. And we're hanging out with you for the next hour here on ESPN Radio. And uh, coming up, we got lots to dive into here today. We got some basketball to talk about. We got some basketball to talk about in the association. The Final Four in the in-season tournament has been cut in half as the championship for the in-season tournament, or the S or IST. That's what it's being abbreviated as, as we will talk about that and we'll hit up on some more local basketball and we'll take a look at the matchups that happened last night as well as the matchups that will occur tonight and take a peek at the weekend as well. And we'll also be hitting up on more college basketball as well as we got to take a peek at the weekend action, including that Illini game coming up on Saturday with Tennessee as we can finally litmus test. We we got past FAU, but they were overrated anyway. So now is comes the real thing. How are we going to respond after that big win at MSG because mm-hmm. uh, we uh, folded really badly last year when we beat Texas. And last year, Travis, Penn State, I don't think is nearly as good as Tennessee is this year. No, not not at all. So uh, we'll take a look at uh, that matchup and uh, that will transition from our conversation to uh, the Illini guys uh, coming up. Powered our the Sports Spectacular, powered by the IlliniGuys.com, uh, coming up right after we're done. And we also got to get to uh, football as well. The NFL from uh, last night, wah, wah, the under did not do so well. It was over in the first half mm-hmm. <laughs> for that. But we'll take a look at last night's game as well as the uh, rest of the weekend in a, a great action-packed Sunday all good games all over the place. And, of course, we'll be picking at some of those games as well. Bears, Colts, and we throw in a couple other games as well that we broadcast right here on our family of networks. So that is all coming up. And also that the very last part in the intro about Shohei Otani, that could be interesting if any news breaks with that. We will be telling you about anything that happens in MLB uh, any free agent signings that go down, but may not happen today, but we have it on a standby. We have it on the back burner to insert into the show if any breaking news with that happens. So mm-hmm. that is all coming up all on the way here on a loaded Friday. We already know that the decision is imminent. Possibly within the next 24 hours, Travis. I say imminent. I have no idea what that means. That could mean 
Well, six hours from now, and what I hours from now. found rather interesting, and I'm, I'm not going to sidetrack us here, but I'm going <laughs> to yeah. temporarily sidetrack us here, Travis. Uh huh. Is remember, and you brought it up last yesterday, Carlos Correa. Mm-hmm. Otani still has to get the physical. He still has to get the contract approved. Yeah, dealing with that elbow injury, getting that surgery done. Yeah, it's something to at least consider that even when it's announced where he's going, it is not finalized yet. Mm. Wow, that's definitely something that I don't think anyone has brought up. Mm-hmm. So, mm. yeah, that could definitely derail the uh, signing. I mean, yeah, you don't want to pay six hundred million dollars for something that's broken or damaged. Yep. But we already know somewhat. But I guess when your own doctors haven't evaluated uh, and whatnot, so uh, we'll see if the Amazon package gets delivered and it gets a little beat and banged up. Well, and again, when it, it arrives, we all know. Whenever. Oh, uh, yeah, whenever uh, we all know, Otani is going to shake the rest of the market. We've talked about that. Yeah. But everyone's expecting a flurry of moves when he's announced because the teams that missed out on him. Mm-hmm. But I think teams are going to wait still to make sure that he is there mm-hmm. wherever he decides to go in case the physical does not come back through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe that's a, a possibility uh, there for sure. But uh, again, we'll uh, wait and uh, see on that breaking news all right so we need to get into the show and we need to get it jump started and we need to get it started with the first things first before we get into the show first things first and we're starting off in the uh, basketball world. We're starting off in the uh, NBA as the in-season uh, tournament semifinals, the final four there in uh, Vegas last night, as you heard right here on 98.9 The Game. As uh, First up, it was the uh, Pacers and the uh, Bucks, and it was the uh, Pacers knocking off the Bucks, knocking off Giannis and Dame and company as the Pacers won this one on 128-128. 119 figured it would be a high scoring affair and uh, sure enough that's what it ended up being and the Pacers getting all the way to the championship there by beating the Bucks the uh, throning the Bucks I guess if you will yeah uh that one Travis kind of uh surprised me I mean this indie team I guess is for real they are they've been playing some good basketball and now by Beating the Bucks and doing it in a fashion that they did. Um, Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. A star-making performance. A star could be born. as yep. 27 points last night, 15 assists, 7 rebounds, and hitting some big shots as well. Including yelling out, I know what time it is, right to uh, exactly. Dame right there. Exactly. He hit a deep three in the third quarter, and yep. that's what inspired uh, that I mean, yeah, he was looking like Dame mm-hmm. out there with making those clutch shots and making the, a deep three. So, And to think, Travis, at the start of the season, you know, people were talking about Indy being traitors and Alliburton's name was on the block. And, you know, I, I think if you're Indy now, I I think you got to make a run at it. You're 12-8 and eight on the season. you got to make a run for it. 
Yeah, I was going to say, let's put that into perspective. They are only a 12 and yeah. 8 on the season. so They are, but I think this team is building some positive momentum. They've been playing definitely some decent are. basketball the past couple of nights. Yeah, they definitely are, and you can't deny that they've uh, been really good in the end-season tournament, obviously getting all the way to the championship game now. Uh, currently, right now, they would be uh, sitting in fifth place in the Eastern Conference. That's where they put themselves in the standings, if you uh, want to take a look at that in December. But um, as spectacular as it is, they're only 12-8. and eight. Uh, They my, are 2-0 and against the Bucks though, this season. Ooh, there you go. That's... That's uh, good with the Bucks being uh, number two right now mm-hmm. behind the Celtics. And one and one against the Celtics and one and one against the 76ers. So they're competing against some of these good teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very true. And uh, also Miles Turner, he had uh, 26 points in the game as well. Four out of the five uh, starters were in uh, double figures, but he healed, didn't exactly uh, show up like the Pacers needed him to, but maybe they didn't need him with uh, the way the Halliburton was playing mm-hmm. and uh, Turner was playing as well. Obi Toppin with 14 uh, points. I always forget that he plays for the Pacers and – uh, name what could have been yep. in the NCAA yep. tournament for Dayton. Yep. But not to be pandemic got us. Uh, but, I mean, uh, Giannis, he uh, had a 37 points to uh, lead the Bucks. He had 10 rebounds, uh, but just couldn't get it done. I mean, Middleton, he had 20 points. Dame, he ended up not very efficient shooting, but he ended up with 24 points. But it wasn't enough to be Indy. And so... They race into the championship game mm-hmm. of the uh, in-season tournament. And the uh, nightcap there was the uh, Lakers and the uh, Pelicans. And this wasn't exactly the close game that it was in the first contest. as It was a, a blowout for the Lakers. 133-89 to 89 was the final score there as uh, Zion not very uh, disappointed in the performance that the Pelicans uh, laid out there. Yeah. Uh, he called it. Uh, he said it was too laid back mm-hmm. in a f- in the forty four point loss. So. Yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, Zion was nowhere to be found. Uh, LeBron looked like twenty eight year old LeBron. Um, Thirteen points for Zion. <sighs> Zion, you're nothing. You trash. <laughs> nothing. You trash. Wow. Nothing. Nothing. I mean, come <laughs> on. You're letting Grandpa James put up 30 on your team. You let Andrew, a- Anthony Davis and his brittle bones get you give 16. Like, double-double for Anthony Davis. <laughs> yeah, that's 15 true. rebounds, and Zion had two. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Zion is a nothing. Ah, man. Man. I'll keep saying it. It just wasn't a good performance all the way around for the uh, Pelicans. They only shot you 35%. 22% from beyond the arc. That's not a winning formula. So, mm, it was uh, not a great performance there by New Orleans. And uh, so, that gets the uh, showdown between LeBron James and Tyrese Halliburton. As you pay the championship game of the end-season tournament. They're on Saturday. Isn't, so Isn't that what everyone had penciled in? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Right? I think that was on everybody's bingo card. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Um, so that game will be in Vegas, and that's the only game of the night on Saturday for the NBA. That's at a 7.30 for the championship, and the Lakers favored by 4.5 points, and that's going to be at 7.30 for the tip-off, and we're going to have coverage for you. Yep. Right here on 98.9. Right here on 98.9, the game. Uh, I think official coverage of that game starts at 7. 7 o'clock. 7 o'clock right here on 98.9, the game. Very good. So we'll be uh, looking in. We'll be uh, listening in uh, for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, other games in the NBA uh, tonight, the uh, Raptors squaring off against the Hornets. Yeah, tales of two different franchises here. The Magic have been lost a couple in a row, but they're against the Pistons tonight, who's lost 18 straight games. We'll see if they can snap that. Orlando favored by 11.5 here on ESPN Bet. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Hawks against the uh, 76ers. Wizards match up with the uh, Nets, the Knicks, and the Celtics. That's a good matchup there. Uh, Cavs versus Heat. Timberwolves versus Grizzlies. Warriors squaring off against the Thunder. Bulls at the pace, or at the Spurs. Uh, Rockets at the Nuggets, Suns hosting the Kings, Clippers at the Jazz, and Mavericks against the uh, Trailblazers. And so the Bulls get Wimbiama tonight. Yeah, can't wait for that. Hey, this Bulls team is playing good, though, so hopefully they can beat the Spurs, who are not good. Hmm. Apparently only one game on ESPN tonight, the Clippers and Jazz are on national TV. The other game's on NBA TV, apparently. Hmm. So there you go. Uh, let's see that NBA uh, TV matchup. I uh, just saw, uh, yeah, it's the Knicks and Celtics uh, there. So uh, that's what happened in uh, the NBA uh, from last night with the in the season tournament uh, championship. Is uh, does this count as a ring for LeBron if he wins it? I mean, as much as his last ring with the Lakers would. <laughs> Are we counting this for a championship total? No. This is this is uh, Jordan didn't do this. No. He didn't no. lead his team to an in-season tournament title. No, this doesn't <laughs> count. He's still not the greatest. Uh, nothing. Nothing will ever be good enough. For, Six for rings. <laughs> okay. No losses in All the finals. Right. Well, he can't, help, he can't help that now. Six finals. MVPs. <laughs> that he can still work on. Getting up there in age. His time is running out. No doubt. But <laughs> It's the only oh. argument I need, Sean. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, good reference right Thank there. Thank you. Thank you. And so we'll see if uh, LeBron adds an in-season tournament title to his resume on Saturday or Tyrese Halliburton will snatch things away with the Pacers. Now, I was going to say, don't get me started on the LeBron Jordan thing because I'm in a mood today. So I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd tell you how MJ was a better teammate than LeBron. <laughs> Yeah, we don't need to go into to that debate, but wow, that is a ridiculous statement uh, right there. No, but. it is not. LeBron <laughs> has to team up with superstars. MJ had people drafted, and then he groomed them into superstars. Jordan was, a, by all accounts, he was a horrible teammate. Absolutely, but he got the most out of his teammate and teammates, That's and he true. didn't. people went to Chicago and became better. LeBron teams up with people who are already good, and then they just stay good. I I don't think that that argument is is valid at all. Hundred percent, it is. I mean, no doubt that Jordan elevated his teammates for yes. sure, but it's just it goes more into a teammate than, than how that. many uh, 
NBA championships has uh, LeBron won with no All NBA teammates on his uh, on his roster. I mean, I'll I wait. How many uh, championships did Jordan win without Pippen? None. I'm not saying that, but Pippen was drafted by the Bulls. He yes, stayed with Chicago. Jordan didn't leave to join with Pippen. Pippen didn't leave a team to come with to Jordan. They were there together. They stayed there together. LeBron had to go everywhere else because the Cavs couldn't draft him a decent superstar his first go-around, and then he only went back to Cleveland because they got Kyrie, and he got Kevin Love to join him, and then he only went out to L.A. because of Anthony Davis was joining there. Exactly. It was all part of the plan for uh, for Cleveland. as uh, He intentionally went somewhere else so that the Cavs could build up their roster again. And get the number one back. pick. Yep. Exactly. That yep. was all in the plan. Yep. So <laughs> there's a conversation that I wasn't expecting it to have today. So <laughs> we'll move on before we get any more into that. So we'll hit up on some local sports, some local basketball, and we'll take a look at last night's girls basketball and a boys basketball schedule for this evening on the way here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. This is Lucas Kroening with a message from the FNM Fire Department. As a firefighter, I've witnessed the devastating consequences of vehicle accidents. Let's stay focused. Distracted driving kills. Keep your eyes on the road and off your phone. Buckle up. Seatbelts save lives. It's a simple action that can prevent serious injuries. Also, let's protect our little ones. Use proper car seats for children to ensure their safety. And always check the back seat. Don't forget about loved ones or pets before leaving the car. Let's prioritize car safety. Together, we can save lives. Wishing you a Christmas filled with joy. This is Cheers at Winnie Plumbing. Fantastic customers like you is something we're thankful for all year long. At Winnie Plumbing, our one-horse open sleighs are filled with contractor-grade parts to keep your home smelling like gingerbread and peppermint. And we hope Christmas brings you plenty of reasons to smile like this. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Merry Christmas from Winnie Plumbing. Are you looking for a job with excellent pay and benefits and industry-leading starting pay rate? Apply at Sherwin-Williams Distribution Center in Effingham and join our team. Our full-time warehouse technicians have a starting rate on second shift of $25.07 per hour and on third shift of $25.57 per hour. We have an excellent benefits package to offer with low insurance premiums, over 10 free paid benefits, and up to 16 paid days off within your first 12 months. Apply online anytime at Sherwin.com slash Effingham. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer for all protected statuses, including veteran and Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. Four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. ZipRecruiter. The smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. ZipRecruiter.com slash free. 
And now, the starting lineup. I would not love to see number 25 off of Albert's bat go into the street. The pit. Swing and hello, 4th of July. Take a ride on that knockdown pitch, big boy. Kerry Wood knocked him down, and now Albert looks at him as he goes around first. He gives him a glare. Say, take a little whiff of that, big boy. And now, Kerry Wood takes a look at Albert as he touches them off. Give it to him, big boy. Give it to him. That's how you play baseball. On 98.9 The Game. Hello, 4th of July. Take a ride on that knockdown pitch, big boy. Big boy. Big boy. Welcome back in to the uh, starting lineup here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. And uh, we just got done talking about NBA basketball. Let's talk about more local basketball, and uh, that is high school girls basketball. And we'll uh, lead off with the uh, game that we uh, broadcast over on uh, Jack FM as it was Altamont girls basketball there last night. And Altamont trying to continue that momentum that they had going on from Monday night's win against St. Anthony. And they did just that with a strong second half is what won this for the Lady Indians as they went down by eight at halftime. But then they ended the third quarter up by six. That's how big of a turnaround it was in the second half. And they end up winning the game 48-31 to was the final score over Nokomis as it was a strong second half there uh, for the Lady Indians. 36-11, to they outscored Nokomis there in the second half mm-hmm. for the win. Yeah, it was all Altamont in that second half. They really turned on the Jets and, uh, you know, forced the turnover specifically. That led to easy transition buckets for Altamont. And the shots, you know, we talked about the half. The shots kept started to fall for Altamont in that second half, whereas in the first half, Nokomis was shooting the ball pretty good, and then it went away in the second half for Nokomis. Yeah, Altamont was 3 of 24 from the field in the first half, and uh, Nokomis, they had a lot of turnovers, but because of that 3 for 24 shooting, uh, Altamont wasn't able to uh, capitalize on those turnovers. And uh, just I've rarely seen such a drastic change from Altamont in the second quarter. They only got one point it was one point from nelson at the line and that was it for the entire quarter Mm -hmm. and then a complete 180 flipped the script and they go 21 points in the third quarter and outscoring a comb is 21 to 7 and coach guzzi kind of echoed that of saying that they played one of the worst quarters that they've ever played to one of the best quarters that this Mm -hmm. group has ever played in the third quarter and so that was uh, quite the turnaround uh, there uh, Nicomas even had an own goal. Uh, Brownback scored a layup uh, off a rebound, but it was to the Altamont's basket. Yeah. And so that kind of put the, okay, Nicomas is rattled uh, a little bit, mm-hmm. and they were rattled after that as well. So Yeah, again, one of the craziest things I have seen. I've never seen anything like that before. 
and uh, yeah, definitely during my broadcasting career, I've I've never seen that as well. But uh, we were there, and we were there for it. And uh, Nelson, the lead of the way, uh, she had 25 points, and it was kind of balanced scoring from uh, there on out with uh, Lurkins with four, Peyton with four, and Kylie with four as well. Klein got into the four party as well as uh, she made a three during that run in the uh, third quarter. And Bame also hit a, a three as well. Grunlow hit a one from beyond the arc. And Reardon, she only had one point, but Libby does a lot more than a score points as mm-hmm. her defense was on point there. Uh, Kylie also was uh, good in the post as she had a block. Uh, Lurkins was good in the post as well. So a strong defensive effort for Altamont last night as well. Earned them the victory. And so uh, Altamonte proves to us 6-2 on of the season, and they'll travel to Louisville on Monday, and they'll take on North Clay as it's back in conference next week as you got the game against North Clay on Monday, and then on Thursday it's against CHBC there in Altamont. So uh, those two should be uh, really fun in mm-hmm. the NTC, and Altamont trying to keep keep it going. They're 3-0. and in the conference, yep. uh, Nokomis they fall to six and two on the uh, season, and they'll be back in action on Saturday as they travel to Hillsboro uh, there in that matchup. And elsewhere in uh, the uh, girls' basketball last night, it was a Saint Anthony. Speaking of CHBC uh, and Saint Anthony, uh, Saint Anthony won this matchup, fifty-nine to uh, fifty-two. It was a uh, comeback effort there, as it was quite a turnaround in uh, that game as CHBC. They had the lead 21 to 13 after the first quarter, but then a big second quarter for the uh, Bulldogs. They ended up leading 38-34 at half with them outscoring uh, CHBC 25 to 13 in the second quarter, and they were edged just slightly in the second half. So St. Anthony picked up the win 59 to 52. Uh, Vonder Hyde led the way for St. A. She had 26. She also had 10 rebounds. Seven steals, seven assists, and Addison Rios, she had four, 18 points, four rebounds, five steals, and Nuxall had five points, five rebounds. Denning also added four points as well. As uh, we also had another interesting note there was that uh, St. Anthony had 18 steals, and they turned County Beecher City over 26 times mm. in the game for the win. Uh, CHBC, uh, they were led in points by uh, Rodman. She had 16. Uh, she also had four rebounds, three assists as well. It was a South Central with the win over Ramsey, and that one was a 57-50 to uh, 50 final score uh, there in uh, that one as it was a uh, Webster leading the way for the uh, Cougars as she had uh, 27 in the game uh, and also uh, Caitlin Swift was in double figures as well with 15 for South Central. Uh, Dietrich, uh, they got the win over Martinsville, 44 to uh, 16. It was a Nioga with the win over OPH, 73 to 31 was the final score. It was a Mattoon, um, said this was a great matchup in uh, the Apollo, and a Mattoon, uh, they uh, remain undefeated as they improved to 8 0, and FEM with their second loss of the season. And they're seven and two overall. Uh, Matt Toon won this one, 63 to 52. As FEM actually had the lead after the first quarter and at the half, and they had a great uh, second quarter or third quarter as well. 
But Mattoon, 24-3, are at the outscore of the Hearts in the fourth quarter mm. to pick up the narrow win. Uh, there it was uh, Maple leading the way for Mattoon as she had 27 in the win. And for the loss for uh, FEM, looks like Martin, she had 20 points in the win. And Altoff also was in double figures there with 11. But a strong comeback in the fourth quarter earns Mattoon the victory. Uh, it was Taylorville winning over Pleasant Plains, 48-29. Mount Zion with the win over Monticello, 59-26. Argenta winning over Villa Grove, 51-29. Sullivan over Arcola, 38-30. Saragorda winning against Oka Valley, 46-35. Arthur winning over Heritage 68-17. The little Illini Paris continues to be undefeated as they picked up another win. They won over Alney 45-29. Newton got the win over Robinson this time around as they got revenge in their previous matchup. Robinson took the other one, but Newton wins this one 47-242 was the final score. And really the difference was the second and third quarters uh, there because they were even in the first and fourth quarters. Um, but Newton with the win here. Uh, Kessler, she led the way for the Eagles as she had 22 points and also 15 rebounds as well. Uh, Cameron Martin had 14 points and four steals. Uh, Shea led the way for Robinson. She had 16. And Zane also had a 13 as well. Mount Carmel won over Edwards County, 65-59. Speaking of teams that continue to be undefeated, that's Central A&M. They won over Warrensburg-Latham, 43-20. Clinton wins over Shelbyville, 64-44. And in the South Central was Vandalia, winning over Litchfield, 61-45. Hillsboro defeated Carlinville, 47-41. Staunton over Pena, 67-19. And Carlisle over Greenville, 62-30 was the final. In the Macon County a tournament in Argenta, we had a championship a semifinals as it was Warrensburg Latham winning over Decatur St. Teresa 65 to 47, and we had Macon Meridian win over the three seed Morel Forsyth 66 to 56. So it'll be Warrensburg versus Macon in the championship tonight in the Macon County tournament. And we also had a junior high a girls basketball from last night at the uh, state a tournament was uh, there in a seventh grade as third place Sigel St. Michael won over Peru Catholic 27-2 of 13. So a Sigel St. Michael third in Class 1A at the seventh grade level there. And in the 3A a state tournament in the third place game of Piasaw, uh won a 25-23 to take home a third place. And in the championship, it was Tatopoulos winning over Williamsville 27-25 in a nail-biter as Tatopoulos state champs at the seventh grade level. So congratulations to them. Yes, absolutely. They're also in the championship game in eighth grade as well, mm. or state-bound, I guess you'd say. They're not in the championship game yet, but uh, they're state-bound, if you will. So gotcha. seventh and eighth grade, again, topless, just keeps cranking them out. And another trophy to add to the trophy case. So congratulations there. Yes. T-Town. Also in a junior high boys basketball last night, we had Jasper County win over Alney at the 7th and 8th grade level. Jasper County won 35-32 in, in the 7th grade game and 46-38 over Alney in the 8th grade game. In local sports for today in a boys basketball, the Macon County Tournament there in Argenta. You got the Constellation Championship with Argenta and Central A&M at 5 o'clock. Third place game will be a St. T versus Moroa at 630. And then the championship, like I mentioned, Warrensburg Latham against Macon Meridian 
there at 8 o'clock. And the NTCO, we got a Bloomington Central Catholic at uh, Totopolis. I kind of lumped them in there with uh, the NTC. I didn't mean to do that. Uh, St. Anthony is at St. Elmo Brownstown. That one I'm looking forward to, to see the score of uh, that one. Uh, St. Elmo, they're undefeated at 7-8-0. And uh, St. Anthony is uh, good as well, of course. Uh, Newton is in Louisville tonight to take on North Clay. Shelbyville hosting Windsor's Two Straws. Cowden Herrick beat your city at Dietrich. And we also have a South Central at Altamont as well. And you can hear that for the homecoming game over on Jack FM, 100.5 and 105.5 Jack FM mm-hmm. for the homecoming game tonight. And also we got three games on the docket. So the action will start there at 5 o'clock with a fresh soft and then the JV to follow in the varsity follows after that so uh first conference game for altamont tonight and the first crack at south central uh tonight as well so uh conference matchups there with the uh, saint anthony seb altamont south central and chbc and dietrich for the first time apollo conference action we got muhammad hosting effingham and mount zion is at monticello Tolona unity at taylorville uh, in the Lincoln Prairie, you got our Cole at Danville Schlarman, Okaw Valley against Arthur, South Fork hosting Villa Grove, Unity Christian at Lutheran, and a game that you can hear over on at WCRA, 99.5, and 10.90 a.m. Cumberland at Nioga tonight, and that's going to be a mega night there for uh, Cumberland and mm-hmm. Nioga as we got both the boys in action, but before that, the girls are playing varsity action as well, so... I uh, got a traveling trophy on the line as oh, well in this one that. with the Cumberland and Nioka. Huh. So it's my understanding that if the uh, girls win, they get the trophy, but then the guys have a chance to steal it back if the guys win. That's odd. The guys winner. That's odd. <laughs> I think that they just started that uh, traveling trophy not too long ago. Mm. Uh, but uh, the guys will be the uh, nightcap uh, there. So uh should be a fun-filled night and a basketball action yep. packed tonight there in the yoga tonight. You can hear it on WCRA, the boys game. Absolutely. So uh, tune in there. Casey Westfield is at Robinson in the Little Illini. Mount Carmel hosting Lawrenceville and Marshall is at Paris. Uh, Urban University is at Tuscola. Eureka is at Clinton. Uh, Vandalia is at Carlinville. Pena at Hillsboro. North Mac and Gillespie. Pius Hall and Staunton. And Greenville is at Litchfield. And Elsewhere in the Lincoln Prairie, the only other matchup in girls basketball tonight is Blue Ridge against Fisher. They'll be hosting Fisher. And Pena is at Hillsboro in the uh, South Central uh, Conference action uh, there. So uh, if you missed it, uh, the uh, schedule, it's up on our website, femradio.com. So check it out. And also the uh, results as well. And we'll be posting the schedule for the weekend. Uh, a little bit later as well. So stick to the website for that information. All right, so we move along here, and we move along into some football here, and let's get to the NFL, the game from last night, and we'll talk about the weekend that is ahead in the National Football League, and it's on the way here on the starting lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios. We'll be right back. Hey, son. How are you feeling? Uh, I'm fine, Pops. What's on your mind? I just, I can't explain it. Navigating without a compass, eyes waiting, started to wonder. 
When your kid can't find the language, help them find the lyrics. Listen to the Sound It Out album and get tips and tools to start a conversation at SoundItOutTogether.org. Brought to you by Ad Council and Pivotal Ventures. You shouldn't let financial concerns spoil your retirement, and you shouldn't have to worry about what you'll leave for your family after you're gone. If you set up a tax-free inheritance for your loved ones with single premium whole life insurance, you can drop your worries and enjoy your retirement. Contact your local Pekin Insurance agent to request a single premium whole life quote. And in Effingham, call Tingley Insurance at 217-342-3637 and we'll go beyond the expected for you. Wow, here at Eubinger's Furniture, we can't believe it's almost Christmas already. We still have in-stock items ready for delivery for people on your shopping list. And for a limited time at Eubinger's, we're offering up to four years free financing to qualified buyers. See store for details. Plus, we have huge markdowns throughout the showroom. You don't want to miss out. Shop the Christmas sale only at Eubinger's Furniture, where the deals are worth a drive. Highway 50 East, Florida. Hey, it's Amanda, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A nugget trays is that they're so easy for the holidays. They're warm and flavorful. It's always a crowd pleaser. When I put down a nugget tray, everyone is happy. Hey, this is Brian, and a little thing I love about the Chick-fil-A nugget trays is the joy that it brings to me and everybody around me during the holidays. They're warm, juicy, and delicious. Cater the holidays with Chick-fil-A today, available on the Chick-fil-A app. Real guests pay for their testimonials. You already know Prize Picks is the most fun you'll have this football season. But now you can play during basketball season too. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on the projected stats, and place your entry. You could turn $10 into $250. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Visit prizepicks.com slash play now and use code play now. That's code play now at prizepicks.com slash play now. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for restrictions and details. And now, shut up. I'm so tired of spoiled, privileged kids thinking that they deserve something. They don't deserve anything. You earn it. Shut up. With your 256,000 signatures, who gives a crap? They're most probably bots anyways. The starting lineup. Hi, my name is Eric. And I live in Aurora, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. Aurora. Excellent. I've had plenty of day jobs. Nothing I'd call a career. I'll say this. I have an extensive collection of name tags and hairnets. It's from Wayne's World. Have you ever seen Wayne's World? On 98.9 The Game. Eric Fry, Sports Center update. The Blues look to get back in the win column when they visit the Columbus Blue Jackets at Nationwide Arena tonight. Blues blew a 3-1 lead by giving up four second-period goals during a 6-3 loss to Vegas. On Wednesday, Blues are 13-11-1 on the season. Mizzou Tigers face their toughest challenge of the season when they visit number three Kansas in the Hy-Vee Hoops Border Showdown at Allen Fieldhouse tomorrow. Tigers are on a four-game winning streak after being Wichita State at home 82-72. Mizzou is 7-2 overall. The Billikens try to avoid their fourth loss in a row when they host Hofstra at Chavis Arena tomorrow. St. Louis 5-5 on the season. College basketball action from yesterday, EIU beat IUPUI 75-58. Tomorrow, Lindenwood hosts Kansas City, Missouri State, Walken Houston. Southeastern Missouri State visit Fort Wayne, and Western Illinois is at Green Bay. On Sunday, Eastern Illinois has a home game against Central Arkansas, and SIU Edwardsville travels to Ball State. The Blackhawks, well, they 
took a loss. Actually, they took a win over the Ducks, one to nothing at the United Center. They snapped their four-game losing streak, but the Hawks still, with only 17 points and an 8-16-1 record, St. Louis will host Chicago tomorrow night. And as Travis mentioned, the Bulls will try to go for their fourth win in a row when they take on the Spurs. Welcome back in to the starting lineup here on 98.9. Travis Sparks here. Eric Fry over there with the uh, Sports Center hits today. And uh, we had uh, some NFL action uh, from uh, last night. And that was the uh, Steelers and uh, Patriots. And uh, unfortunately, us sickos who would bet the under, well, it went over in the first half. Uh, as the uh, Patriots ended up holding on there. Uh, late fourth down stop and an interception as well. Uh, 21 to 18, the Pats win. So uh, Zappy gets the best yeah. of Mitchell Trubisky. So uh, Mitch, you know, 22 to 35, 190 yards, a touchdown. Mm, Zappy did just enough. I mean, he did throw for three touchdowns. So. See Kelly at 22 carries, 68 yards. Yeah, what a bust of a signing that has been. Eesh. I mean, I don't think anyone expected him to be amazing, but. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was like a head scratcher to begin with. Right. Yeah. Uh, Juju ended up uh, with a little bit of a revenge game, four receptions, 90 yards. He didn't find the end zone, but let's put some respect on Zeke's name. He did that catch that receiving touchdown uh, there. And Hunter Henry goes for a couple of scores as well. That was, uh, of course, uh, quarterback loves the tight end. And uh, Hunter Henry was the beneficiary of two of those goal line touchdowns uh, there. Steelers take the loss. It hits them at a 7 and a 6. So that opens the door for a couple of teams this weekend to potentially slide in there to the wild card right now. Um, and the Patriots, well, they're only three and ten. Mm. Um, yeah, they're still still would technically be in last place because the Jets they're only four and eight. Uh, elsewhere, uh, the schedule of action uh, for the uh, NFL slate uh, this weekend on uh, Sunday, you got the uh, Packer, uh, the Packers, the Bucks against the uh, Falcons, and that riveting AFC or NFC South matchup. Oh yeah. Falcons favor by two and a half in that one. So uh, Falcons only six and six leading the division. Uh, you also got the Lions and the Bears in a Soldier Field yes. on Sunday. Yes. So uh, Justin Fields, he does like rushing the football, and he particularly likes rushing it against the Lions. He's the only quarterback with three games of 100-yard rushings versus a single opponent since at least 1950. He's done it three straight games against the Lions. Overall, Fields is averaging 98 rushing yards per game against the Lions, the most by any quarterback against a single opponent in NFL history. And I know, Justin Fields rushing. Yep. Doesn't lead to wins, but it might against the Lions. It may. I'm... Still not holding out much hope there, but <laughs> Lions are favored by three in that game that we'll be picking later. Yep. I uh, mentioned the Steelers' loss opens up the door just uh, slightly for some uh, teams to uh, pull ahead. That's the Colts in the wild card race 
as Minshew Magic has been working for the Colts. And they're 7-5 and five there in Cincinnati to take on the Bengals, even though the Bengals are favored by 2.5 in this one after that Monday night performance against the Jags. They're trying to build momentum, and Bengals are trying to get back in it. Uh, speaking of the uh, Jags, they'll be a staying, uh, well, playing against Cleveland team or uh, Ohio teams. They'll be against Cleveland uh, this weekend. Uh, Jags eight and four, and the Browns are favored by three in this one due to the injury to Trevor Lawrence. There, the Browns at seven and five as well, fighting for wild card positioning. Uh, the Panthers are in New Orleans to take on the uh, Saints. Saints favored by five. There, the Panthers. Lonely one and eleven mm. on the season. Mm. Haven't won on the road yet. Ugh. So we'll see. That's thirty-seven and a half over under. Uh, the Texans in, in New York to take on the uh, Jets. The Texans fighting for wild card positioning there. Texans favored by three and a half in this one. And the Jets announced that they'll make the switch back to Zach Wilson. Wow. So Zach Wilson is going to be the starting QB. And we only need a couple more wins to get Aaron Rodgers back on the field. Yeah, we'll see if we see that, Travis. I, 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 there's no point. It's waning by the week. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, uh, we got the uh, Rams there in uh, Baltimore this weekend. Hey, the Rams, they're not completely out of it. As, uh, they're still 6-6, six and six, fighting for playoff positioning. The Ravens up at the top at the AFC, though. Uh, Baltimore favored by a touchdown and a half. In this one, mm. I say that because Baltimore has failed to cover eight of its last nine games when favored by seven plus points. They're seven and two outright in that span as well. But also, Lamar Jackson is pretty good against NFC opponents. He's 18 and one in his career against NFC opponents. Only loss came last year to the Giants. Mm. So, been pretty successful yeah. uh, there. The uh, Rams enter Week 14 with a 43% chance of making the playoffs. Per ESPN Analytics, the chance improved to 67 with a win and dropped to 35% with a loss. And uh, have to see what else happens with uh, other uh, matchups uh, there, bub. Uh, so the Rams are looking to make uh, to win four straight games for the first time since 2021. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Vikings up against the uh, Raiders starting off the 3 o'clock window. Vikings favored by 3. Vikings at 6-6 six and six, trying to keep their head above water in the wild card race. Uh, the Seahawks and uh, 49ers as well. 49ers big favorites in this one after uh, beating the Eagles. 11-point favorites of San Fran there. And the uh, Seahawks also at 6-6. Six and six. 49ers at 9-3. and three. They'll be watching that Sunday night game very closely. Uh, the uh, Bills matching up with the uh, Chiefs at 325. A kickoff these is always fun when these two get together. And uh, the uh, Chiefs are favored by a point in this one in Kansas City at Arrowhead uh, there. So uh, should be uh, an entertaining one mm. uh, there. I'll be most interested in that one. Fantasy quarterbacks going against each other. I figured it had something to do with that, Travis. You know, I know they always say people don't really care about your fantasy team, but the both ups and downs of fantasy football is you got Josh Allen in one matchup, but then you're playing against them in another. So I, I 
this is the dilemma mm-hmm. in uh, fantasy football. Uh, the uh, Broncos, they're matched up with the uh, Chargers. Broncos are still trying to fight for a playoff positioning there at 6-6. Six and six. Uh, Chargers favored by 2.5. The main event on Sunday night should be entertaining as it is in a Dallas Cowboys hosting the Eagles. Cowboys are actually favored by 3.5. So, again, a Philly disrespect of they beat them earlier this season and uh, they're uh, underdogs here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Monday night game – Games, uh, plural, we have two of them. We have the Dolphins hosting the Titans on ESPN. Dolphins favored by 13. And then the Packers are in New York to take on the Giants. And six and a half point favorites are the Packers who are playing well. Jordan Love against Tommy DeVito. You think Aaron Rodgers will make an appearance in the game? Maybe. In New York. Packers are back in town. Maybe visit some old friends. I would think he'd be there. That didn't join them with that the didn't Jets. Join him. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I think he'd be there. I doubt it. Uh, the uh, Cardinals and the Commanders are on buys this week. Late buys in Week 14, but only got four more weeks left yep. of regular season football. So. Uh, that's a look at the NFL for this weekend, and uh, coming up, we'll uh, close out with uh, some uh, college basketball and uh, take a look at that Illini and a Volunteers matchup coming up on a Saturday. So that's what we're closing out the show with here on the Star Lineup. The starting lineup from 98.9 The Game Studios will be right back. <laughs> Imagine the possibilities with Teutopolis State Bank. This is Jerry Rundy. If you're buying a home, see us to get pre-qualified. When you're pre-qualified, the seller knows you mean business, and that can save you thousands. If you're building a new home, we'll help you get started with a construction loan customized just for you. Ask around. Talk with your friends. You'll see why so many homes start with a little help from Teutopolis State Bank. In Teutopolis, Sigel, and Effingham. Equal housing lender and member FDIC. Hey y'all, I'm Lainey Wilson. I've worn Wrangler jeans since I was itty bitty doing chores on Daddy's farm. Fit for dreamers, made for doers. This season's styles will have you ready for the fall and all those crisp mornings and cool days ahead. Now I don't know about you, but no matter where I am, a pair of Wranglers takes me back home. They also make the best boot cut around. Y'all know I love a flare. Wrangler, for the ride of life. Meet Cheryl. Hey. She's on vacation and lost in the moment. Unfortunately, so is her Chase debit card. It's got to be somewhere. Maybe she lost it at Salsa Night. These skirts should have pockets. Or maybe she lost it at Pilates. Three and two and... But she's not worried. With the Chase mobile app, she can lock her card till it turns up. Tools to help protect. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data reads may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. And now, already been postponed. Didn't think a hockey game was possible to get postponed, but I guess due to some uh, inclement weather uh, coming in, it is. How about that? Something's not right. You don't say. The starting lineup. If you're talking, Eric, by the way, I can't hear you. You lost the network connection. All right. On 98.9 The Game. 
you're talking, Eric, by the way. I can't hear you. You lost the network connection. All right. Into the uh, startup lineup here on 98.9 The Game, ESPN Radio. We're only here on 98.9, we just say a smidge a bit longer. We close things out uh, talking about uh, some uh, college of basketball that is going to be on our airwaves uh, tomorrow at 11 a.m. is going to be uh, the uh, tip-off. And Illinois, number 20 in the country, coming off that win against the overrated FAU Owls. They're going to be in Knoxville. And number 17, Tennessee. As Man, that's not going to be annoying hearing Rocky Top on the broadcast oh, all yeah. game long. They play it like 20... 25 times a yep, game yep. Uh, there. So I uh, don't have a, a line uh, here uh, yet for these college basketball matchups I see. So that's unfortunate. But, mm. uh, again, this is what we've been uh, talking about. Uh, the uh, uh, See what could become a letdown game, what is normally a letdown game for the Illini uh, after the uh, Jimmy V Classic and uh, Tennessee, number 17 in the country. They're 5-3, and three, but uh, we told you yesterday that their losses are not bad losses. They lost to Purdue, Kansas. I believe those were in the Maui tournament. And they also lost to uh, North Carolina as well in that high-scoring uh, game when North Carolina dropped to Hundo. 192 mm-hmm. was the final. So Tennessee kept right up with them uh, there. And uh, this is the uh, first matchup of a little home-and-home series that we'll be having with uh, the Volunteers. And they'll be coming to a Champaign next December. Uh, but this is the first time that the Volunteers and the Illini have matched up since 1988. Uh, that was interesting. And uh, they won previously in 1985 and 67 to Tennessee. Uh, their, uh, Tennessee's lost that most recent meeting. Uh, they're obviously with the 80s teams being good yeah. for the Illini. So uh been a while since these two have matched up, and uh, we'll see uh, what happens there on, on Saturday at yeah, 11 a.m. with Terrence Santa Jr. and Marcus Damask and company, how they can match up. And Tennessee's pretty good defense as well, despite the 100 points given up by uh, North Carolina. Yeah, to me, Travis, like you said uh, – is this going to be a letdown game for the Illini? Or yeah. or are they going to continue kind of showing us what they are really made of? The maturity. That's what we need to know. Mm-hmm. That's what we Illini fans need to know. Yep. I I think this is going to tell you a lot and how excited you could be for the rest of the season, potentially, uh, could be is uh, their performance in Saturday's game, mm-hmm. uh, even though the public is not giving uh, Illinois much love here as a 73% in the matchup predictor on ESPN, but psh, what do they know? We'll see what happens there in Knoxville tomorrow. I'm definitely excited uh, for this game, and I got nothing going on, so the schedule is clear, so I'll be listening to uh, Brian Barnhart and uh, viewing that game 
there tomorrow. Uh, games going on elsewhere. UConn, they're hosting Arkansas. Pine Bluff, Kentucky is hosting Penn. Uh, number four, Purdue, they are taking on Alabama. And that's in the Toronto Hall of Fame series in mm. Toronto between Alabama and uh, Purdue. Uh, what other matchup is uh, there? Uh, number 24, Clemson and TCU will be there as well. Uh, Eric mentioned also Mizzou in Kansas to take on the number two ranked Jayhawks. Uh, number three, Houston hosting uh, Jackson State. Uh, number 23, Wisconsin is in Arizona to take on the number one team in the country, Wildcats. Uh, Duke hosting uh, Charlotte, number 12, uh, Texas and Houston, a uh, Christian. Uh, you also got BYU and Utah, James Madison, number 18, against Old Dominion, Notre Dame at number 8, Marquette, number 7, Gonzaga, is in Washington to take on the Huskies there on Saturday. So uh, that's top 25 action. Do we have anything going on on Sunday? Yeah. Uh, number 21, Texas A&M hosting Memphis, and Colorado is against number 15, Miami, in the NABC Brooklyn Showcase at Barclays. Oh, nice. So, there you go. Buffalo's first Hurricanes. That would have been better in the football in, like, the 80s or 90s. But right. Eh, we got it in basketball. Think we can get. As well as also uh, potentially uh, the uh, debut uh, at USC uh, for Bronny James could happen on Sunday mm. as well. Uh, they take on Long Beach State. Um, and, of course, uh, Bronny had that cardiac arrest earlier in the offseason right. in July. Um, we'll see if he steps on the court uh, there and makes an appearance in that game on Sunday that we'll be looking out for uh, there as well. All right, uh, so we'll, we'll transition into uh, the uh, podcast, and we'll transition into uh, overtime as we got some games to pick in our pick em game. And we also got to see if there's any uh, breaking news uh, that comes along as well. Looks like it may not happen today, but uh, we'll just have to see. At least during our show. As soon as we get done, it'll happen. Exactly. You know it. And uh, coming up next here on ESPN Radio is the Sports Spectacular, powered by uh, the IlliniGuys.com. And then uh, later on uh, tonight, you got the Cumberland Yoga Game, Altamont, and uh, South Central, and Illini tomorrow, as well as the in-season tournament as well, championship tomorrow here on 98.9 as well. And on Sunday, NFL football as well, Rams and Ravens matching up. So that'll do it. We'll talk to you again on a Monday. Enjoy your weekend. And uh, the Illini guys are up next. Thanks for listening to the lineup on 98.9 The Game. Welcome in to overtime of the uh, starting lineup. Travis Sparks, Eric Fry, still here with you. And uh, coming up, we got a couple of things to get to here today in this overtime session. We got this date in uh, sports history to get to, and that encompasses is not only today but the weekend as well. And we got to do our football pick'em game as well. So that's on the way here. And is there anything on sports center that you wanted to clean up? Yeah, uh, let's see here. Um, Northwestern will take on Detroit Mercy. Um, 
A former Jacksonville Jaguar employee is accused of stealing more than $22 million from the team. According to documents filed this week in the U.S. District Court, Amit Patel exploited the organization's virtual credit card program from 2019 to 2023. Along the Among the items Patel purchased were two vehicles, a condominium, and a designer watch worth over $95,000. Patel started working for the Jags in 2018 and was fired in February of 2023. His most recent title was Manager of Financing, Planning, and Analyst, and he oversaw the franchise's VCC program. Oof. I mean, just going crazy with the company credit card. Yep. I'd say $22 million. Yeah. Uh, the, the Panthers starting tight end says a recent head injury will not end his playing career. Hayden Hurst does not believe that the post-traumatic amnesia that he was diagnosed with after suffering concussion early November will be career-ending. 30-year-old was injured on a hit he took against the Bears in Week 10. Hurst signed a three-year deal with Carolina this past offseason after one year with the Bengals. He has 18 catches for 184 yards and one touchdown in nine games this season. Mm. Yeah, I thought that he was going to retire. Yeah. Nope. I guess not. Nope. Hmm. Uh, don't forget, Heisman Trophy will be awarded this winter, this uh, oh, weekend. yeah, I forgot about that. Yep. Uh, Jaden Daniels, Marvin Harrison Jr., Bo Nix, and Michael Penix Jr. are going to be the ones gathering in New York City on Saturday to see who will become the winner of the 89th Heisman Trophy winner. It's the fifth straight year. There will be four finalists for the most coveted individual trophy in college sports. The most coveted trophy that I completely forgot about was on this well, weekend that was being awarded. What I find funny, Travis, I'm going to read that to you again. Are you ready? Yeah. LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels. Mm-hmm. Ohio State receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. Yep. Oregon quarterback Bo Nix, Washington quarterback Michael Penix Jr. Mm-hmm. 25% chance that if you have a Heisman finalist, you're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. And if you have a backup quarterback, you won't. Well, we already knew that for sure. I mean, that was a given. <laughs> Come on. And did I see, did I get fooled by X uh, report that I saw that Marvin Harrison Jr. is not sold on going to the NFL yet? Glad you brought that up. The top wide receiver prospect in the 2024 NFL draft is considering a return to college next year. Yeah. Marvin Harrison Jr. told the media on Thursday that he's still, quote, undecided on declaring for April's draft. How State pass catcher still wants to beat Michigan and win a Big Ten championship. Heisman Trophy finalist became the first Buckeyes receiver to record consecutive 1,000-yard seasons, racking up 1,211 yards this year. Harrison Jr. lit up defenses for 1,263 yards last year. And on that note... Caleb Williams has announced that he is sitting out USC's bowl I game. I see that, yeah. Which a lot of people took to mean he's going to be in the draft. But I said it's about time he sat out a game because his defense sat out all season. So. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Don't get tip your waitress. Thank I was you. like, the Bears, they take note of that. Yeah. Hey, now, going hey. back to school. That's right. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second here. Ah. Uh. We will be trading our draft pick to the Panthers again. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, the Blue Devils are hiring a new football coach. Duke has tabbed Penn State defensive coordinator Manny Diaz to fill its head coaching vacancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yankees are far from done when it comes to improving the ball club. General Manager Brian Cashman told the media he wants to make New York, quote, the mecca of baseball, end quote. Following the blockbuster deal to bring Juan Soto from the San Diego Padres, Cashman said the next step for the organization is to add top-end pitching. Isn't that fascinating how a owner or whatever Cashman GM, is, yes. GM, can be like, we're not done yet after we make a big move. We still need to hit some pitching. We need yeah. to get some pitching. If only you didn't trade away four pitchers in that seven-player deal. <laughs> I guess that's true, but no, <laughs> I think he's talking about them being MLB ready and make an impact Also, he said roster. the Yanks hope to extend uh, 
the all-star Soto, but I mean, what else was he going to say? Yeah. Right. I mean, he wasn't going to come out and be like, you know what? If we don't extend him, it's all right. We're, Mm -hmm. we're okay with that. Yeah. So there you go. That is sports center. That's your sports center. All right. Very well. So uh, unfortunately I don't see any uh, breaking news to report for uh, baseball. So uh, you do it. You have been tracking. I have been tracking. tracking Yeah. Let's talk about this. So posted, posted on social media. Someone has posted a plane that they think is Shohei Otani's plane. There, there's a plane that is taking off. It has taken off. I should say, um, from um, getting an update here from Santa Ana, California, traveling to Toronto, Canada. And when this news came out, Travis, Toronto became the betting favorite in Vegas, minus 120 to land Sohei Otani. So, mm. apparently, if you read into things, mm. Shohei might be a Blue Jay. Maybe. Maybe by weekend's and, end. And we should have known, Travis. We should have known this we all We should have known the whole time. Whenever it came down to the final teams, you know why? Mm-hmm. Why? It's the only one that rhymes with Shohei. Shohei, Blue Jay. Mm. Dodger doesn't rhyme with Shohei. Cub doesn't rhyme with Shohei. Giant no. doesn't rhyme with Shohei. No. Yankee doesn't rhyme with Shohei. Mm. Shohei the Blue Jay. It's right there. Mm. Say hey. Say hey. But we have Coming not confirmed Toronto, officially that this is his plane. Right. Supposedly, this is just a regular charter plane that people can buy out to charter flights for them um, because people online are saying, well, Shohei does not have a private plane. How else is he getting back to Japan when he goes to Japan? I think he'd have to have a private plane. But then I people were diving so far into this, Travis is saying, exactly. well, there's not very many flights from Santa Ana to Toronto. Mm-hmm. Like these two, they don't have private flights very often. Yeah. Like, and then I saw someone else saying, so what you're telling me is that the, someone from the fourth most populated city in North America could be traveling to the third most populated city in North America and (laughs) it have nothing to do with Shohei Otani. (laughs) Yeah. These all could be true. They all could be true. (laughs) That's crazy. I also know that there are a lot of movies and films that like to film in Toronto and in the Canada area. So it makes sense that someone from Hollywood, the L.A. area, is traveling there for a movie. Yeah. I mean, all these all these make logical sense. So we are sitting. We are waiting. I'm bated breath. MLB Network reported that it will come out as soon as today. Imminent. Imminent. The decision. Yes. So... Uh, also, uh, former ESPN be Toronto. Yeah. Well, it, it depends, Travis, because former ESPN personalities are going on their new shows. Um, there, uh, that rhymes with uh, initials of PT, who is on a show with initials DL, who used to be in the time slot we are in on ESPN Radio, and saying that he has done some research and the reason why. Shohei is not talking about his dog is because his dog is named after one of the teams that he is chasing after him. Oh, why did he do that? So it's either Dodger dog or cub. Those are the only two that make sense. I've never heard of anyone calling their dog blue Jay. No blue blue. Maybe 
Giant maybe. I've never heard of that. So. Hmm. Interesting. I did see there was some people uh, late last night before all of these came out um, that uh, Otani, there was some momentum on him going back to the Cubs from what I was reading. And that being that, you know, we, we had talked about the Cubs being the one team not to leak anything. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because at that point, the Cubs had not met with Shohei. That's why they didn't leak anything. Mm. And that the Cubs were the last team Shohei was meeting with. Now, again, those are unverified reports. But that would make sense as to why they were saying we haven't talked to him. Because they hadn't talked to him. And if that was the case, and that's very smart planning on their part. Because you can't leak something at winter meetings that you haven't done yet. Right. But I, I like I said yesterday. He yeah. is he's gonna be either a blue jay or a dodger. I I don't see it any going any other way. Hmm. So Yeah. But the decision could be uh could be coming. Yep. So very well. And again, you know, people sometimes are are They Sometimes try to read into everything. They, yeah, they read into everything, and they try to find stuff that that's not there, and they always try to connect dots and conspiracy theories. So, like someone on 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 the the social medias saying that they've talked themselves into the idea that Shohei met with the Dodgers this morning. That's why he's flying out of Santa Ana to tell them in person that he sang with another team and to give them a gentlemanly handshake, and then he's flying to Toronto to do the same thing before he flies back to Chicago. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty gentleman. <laughs> it's one thing to send a like a thank you to when you apply for a job, <laughs> but to actually uh, privately <laughs> fly there and to shake hands saying I'm gonna sign somewhere else. That's that's pretty extreme. And then I've seen a lot of people saying, um, you know, the Cubs were the only team who didn't leak anything. Like I lose respect for Shohei if he signs with anyone else because he said that was a big deal, and I'm just like. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. Like, don't be like, I've lost respect for him because he did that. No. Like. Yeah. It, I don't know. Because, again, there's nothing that says he's even met with the Cubs. Exactly. So, how could they leak anything? How could they leak anything that hasn't happened? Exactly. So, but there was momentum because a lot of the insiders kind of had the Cubs out. And then last night in all their reports, they put the Cubs back in, saying that the Cubs were a finalist. So there were people reading into that going, well, wait a minute. Earlier in the day, you said the Cubs weren't a finalist, and now you've taken the Giants out and put the Cubs in. Like, is there gaining momentum here? But again, I think there's just people trying to read into it. Exactly. So, yeah. I, like I said, I think, Travis, by this time tomorrow, uh, Shohei Otani will be a Toronto Blue Jay. That's what it looks like now. So Which, I agree. For both of our teams – is the best case scenario mm-hmm. because he's not going to the evil empire, which is the Yankees and he's getting out of the national league and staying away from the national league. Mm-hmm. Right. That's the best case scenario because the only time either one of us will have to see him would be in the world series or the one series a year. Uh, say that's not necessarily true. Everybody plays everybody. Yes. But six games in a year is not going to affect whether you make the playoffs. Well, no. Well, I mean, it will, but Hmm. Trying to f- gonna take me a minute to wade through the schedule. 
I mean, I already seen him once. I already went to the, the Angels game. Yep. And Mike Trout hit a bomb. I just want to say that I had a dog named Wrigley. So, just pointing that Pretty out. Common. It's a good good name for a dog. Pretty common name. It's a good name for a dog. I play in New York in late August. Ah, uh, they play in Toronto. Ah. Uh, well, get your passport ready, Travis. <laughs> September, at start of football, I can't go. Oh. September 13th through the 15th. Is it a weekday? No, it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, man. I mean, I could still make the weekend, I guess. Yeah, you could go Saturday. Yeah. Make a day out of it. Yeah. Sunday's Roberto Clemente day. There you go. So, so in three hours and 13 minutes, Travis, this plane is going to land. Uh-huh. We're tracking it. It was delayed forever on the uh, on the tarmac, and people <laughs> were reading into that, that there were people stopping the plane from taking off. But... Again, Jeez. my thing, Travis, is with as much traction as this has gotten, wouldn't somebody have a picture of him getting on this plane? You would think. Because Shohei has posted pictures of himself getting on planes before, and that's what people are using to say this is his plane. The plane he's using is because he's used it before. Yeah. But wouldn't there be pictures somewhere in today's social media age? Wouldn't somebody... Have a picture of Shohei Otani getting on a plane, or at least of the plane taking off, so that you could kind of figure out if that's the plane or not. That's why I'm still skeptical. So. But again, we'll find out tonight. Yeah, you you would certainly think so. Yep. So we'll find out tonight, Travis. We'll see. We shall see tonight. Very right, well. Or early tomorrow. Yeah. Just do it during normal business hours, please. I don't want to. <laughs> Don't want to wake up to yeah, this. Yeah, I don't want to have to wake up in the middle of the night to my phone going off. <laughs> it's a yeah. bad way to start a weekend. Like, yeah. I'm okay with ending a Friday on bad news. Don't start my weekend with bad news. And that's also such a baseball thing to do as well with having breaking news. Show Otani uh, signing uh, on a Friday. Yeah. When everyone's going home for the weekend. Yep. <laughs> so... <laughs> But we'll be waiting. But like I said, we'll be watching. I don't expect quite a bevy of moves as quickly until we it's official mm. that he is signing wherever he's signing. Right. Until that contract is in hand and it's signed and it's verified and everything like that. Then I think we'll see some moves. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. Okay. What do we got next? Uh, this day in sports history is all we have left. We have pick them. And pick them. So let's go to uh, this day in sports history. All right, this day in sports history, Travis. On this day in 1940, the Bears beat the Redskins 73 to nothing in the most lopsided championship game ever. Yeah. On this date in 1961, Wilt Chamberlain scored 78 and Elgin Baylor scored 63 as the Lakers beat the Warriors 151 to 147 in three overtimes. Ooh, three overtimes. 151-147. That's just a normal four-quarter game now. Nice. On this date in 1993. Yar Curry becomes the highest-scoring European player in NHL history, passing Peter Stansky when he has a goal and two assists in the Kings' 6-5 loss to the visiting Florida Panthers. Mm. On this day in 2007, Florida quarterback Tim Tebow becomes the first sophomore to win the Heisman Trophy. Tebow joins Steve Spurrier and Danny Werfel as Florida players to win the Heisman. Mm. On this date in 2011, in an unprecedented move, a three-team trade that would have sent Chris Paul from the New Orleans Hornets to the Los Angeles Lakers is vetoed by Commissioner David Stern. 
vetoed. Uh, vetoed. The famous veto trade. Yes, because the NBA owned the Hornets at that time. Mm, yep. On this date in 2012, Texas A&M quarterback Johnny Manziel makes history as he becomes the first freshman to win the Heisman Trophy. Manziel gets 474 first-place votes to claim the award ahead of Notre Dame linebacker Manti Teo and Kansas State quarterback Colin Klein. Mm. How's that for a Heisman finalist room? Right. Where are you? Where are you now? Ten years later. Exactly. And finally, for today, on this date in 2013, Broncos kicker Matt Prater sets a then-NFL record 64-yard field goal in a 13-10 road loss to the Titans. Hmm. Since been broken. Right. Uh, December 9th, 1977, Kermit Washington punches Rudy Tom Count John Vic blah, 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 in the face in one of the most serious brawls in NBA history. Look it up. Kermit Washington, by the way, great name. Uh... <laughs> December 9th, 2004, Tracy McGrady scored 13 points in 33 seconds to shock the Spurs. Trailing 76-68, to McGrady scored the Rockets' final 13 points of the game, making up the deficit in record time, even as the Spurs made four free throws. Mm. That's impressive. Yeah. December 9th, 2012, Seattle beat Arizona 58 to nothing, the most lopsided win in Seahawks history and defeated in defeat in Cardinals history during the post-game presser. Ken Wisenhunt was asked by a reporter which quarterback, Skelton or Lindley, would start next week, and he said, Do you play? Hmm. Which that's a good line. Yeah. And December 9th, 2018, the Dolphins stunned the Patriots. 34-33 in the Miami Miracle, a last-second lateral play that notably sees Rob Gronkowski whiff on a last-ditch tackle effort. I remember that Oof, one. Yeah, I that remember was fun. that. Yep. It was a lot of fun because there was someone else here, and it was really fun. <laughs> uh, December 10th, 1997, defenseman Michael Pettit becomes the first player in NHL history to score a point for 10 different teams when his first assist of the season helps the Coyotes earn a 3-3 tie against the Blackhawks at the United Center. Okay. On December 10th, 2011, number one Kentucky loses at unranked Indiana on a Christian Watford buzzer beater. Mm. And finally, December 10th, 2018, LeBron James and Dwayne Wade face off for the last time. The Lakers win a close one, 108-105 over the Heat, with James scoring 28 and Wade putting up 15. That, Travis. That's your sports center. That's day in history. This day in sports history. It's both. It's all of the above. <laughs> everything hey corpus is everything it's right. everything <laughs> all right so the only thing that we have left here is uh pick them yep. so uh, let's get to it <clears throat> pick them up for a football let's get at it all right, we got four games this week. Travis, we'll start with the one we are broadcasting right here tomorrow on 99 The Game, and that is not football, but it is basketball. We're throwing this in there. The championship game of the NBA tournament, Travis, Lakers minus four and a half against the Pacers. Who you got? Ooh, I, I got the – let's take the Pacers. I'm going Pacers. Pacers plus four and a half? Yeah. I will go the Lakers. It's rigged, so LeBron can get it, so he can have something Jordan didn't do. NBA rigged. No, never. <laughs> Next in the NFL game, you can hear Sunday, right, on 99 The Game. Rams at Ravens. Travis Ravis, minus 7.5. Who you got? Uh, 
Reverse psychology here, the Ravens. I am going to go Ravens, not reverse psychology, because they're a better team. Uh, Lions minus three at the Bears, Travis. Uh, despite that stat that I had with the fields being so yep. good against the Lions on the run, I'm going to pick Detroit here. I am going to... You know what? This seems like the kind of game the Bears will win. So I'm going to pick the Bears because now that Marvin Harrison Jr. is not going to declare, they're actually going to try to win games. Mm. Uh, Colts at Bengals. Bengals minus two. Travis, I'll go first in this one. Uh, I'll take the Colts plus two. Um, no real feeling either way. So I'll just Colts. Uh, so I need to gain some ground here. And we got some ground to make up here this week because we're already the opposite twice. So I'm going to go the opposite way here as well. Bengals. Bengals minus two. All righty. That is pick them. So I'm either going to gain ground or I'm going to fall even further behind. Yeah, because we're different on three out of the four. Yes. But at this point, I just, I just have to get, I have to do something. I know we got more stuff later on oh, yeah, with we got the college. bowl games. Yep, yep, yep. But Trust I need to make me, up some I've, ground right now. I've looked ahead, Travis. We have a lot of college bowl <laughs> games coming up. Yeah, okay. So there's still more time to be had. Plus NFL playoffs. Of course. Absolutely. So still a lot more pick em in store. Plus we'll make the Super Bowl worth whatever it takes to make it fun. Exactly. Exactly. There we go. I, I like that idea. Alrighty, so um, I think that pretty much clears the deck. Yep. Pretty much clears the deck for the show today. I'm trying to buy time while I pull up some. Uh, In case you're wondering, uh, he has entered uh, Arizona. He's flying through Arizona right now. He's got going to hit some weather, though. Is uh, Shohei there in uh, Denver? It's raining in Denver, so uh, make it delayed in Denver. And the Colorado Rockies could make a big push uh, with his plane down in Denver. So <laughs> be on the lookout for that. But right now he is on pace. Like I said, 4:33 Eastern time. He was delayed almost 90, uh, 40 minutes earlier. But 4:33 uh, Eastern, 3:33 Central is when he is expected to land in Toronto if this is him. <laughs> if it is. If it is. We hope that it is. I don't Otherwise, know. we're tracking I, I don't a, know. a random person's plan. They're tracking some random celebrity. Yeah, or so celebrity or some movie producer. I don't know if it was like Magic Johnson or something, like going to visit, like, you know, I was just talk, going to talk to the commissioner. Or, mm-hmm. You know, some sports figure. <laughs> uh, but we'll... Uh, in case well, you were wondering, see. by the way, there is a flight that is going from a private airport in Chicago to L.A. tonight. Mm-hmm. So it's scheduled. It's leaving Chicago at like 8 p.m. tonight. So take for that what you will. <laughs> what a, a private plane from Chicago to L.A. Hmm. Hmm. It's like those are two big metropolitan cities. It's like he's going to go to Toronto, tell them no, and then fly to Chicago, and that's his return flight home, Travis. <laughs> it's all figured out. It's uh, right there. Okay. But we don't have a flight from Toronto to Chicago yet. Don't worry. I haven't done enough digging yet. I'm still so, looking. 
you can try to dig, but still looking. Uh, I think we're grasping straws that aren't there. But we're going to get out of here and have a good weekend, everybody. And we'll have the news on the Shohei Tani signing on Monday as well as recap the weekend as well. Until then, thanks for listening and thanks for downloading. Have a great rest of your weekend. Peace.